0: How many times have you heard people say, this can't be done? It's your job to remove those myths and to get things done. Do not grow with a view that something can't be done and so should not be done. Learn and listen, because your whole world is going to be learning and listening. Your success is going to be your humility in many ways we have been critical of and saddened by what has or has not happened in our country to a great extent this has been a function of we can't do this or it can't be done or vested interest saying it shouldn't be done ethical practices being thrown to the wind and subjective issues being brought to the table you in the years ahead are going to be leaders of this country and shaping the destiny of this country. There will be thousands of occasions when you have to make difficult decisions. You need to ask yourself if you are doing the right thing and take the decision that's the right thing, however difficult or unpopular that may be. Do not grow with a view that something can't be done and so should not be done. Let me just take a minute and you look at the world around you. Are the great successes the large companies of this world? And there are many and many successful companies. Or are they the companies that took chances where individuals started in garages, where ideas were born? Where did Microsoft, where did Apple, where did Amazon, where did Google, where did Facebook come from? They came from ideas that people felt something could be done and that they could make a difference. Your real learning starts now as you go into the real world. Let me just say that in India, the most fascinating period of time that I've had is in the automotive area. It has more excitement than any other business I've been involved in. And the greatest pleasure I've had is trying to do something that everybody says could not be done. I'll just share perhaps a a moment in time which I will always cherish. I decided that India could produce its own car. Everybody, my friends overseas in the automobile business, said that this couldn't be done. We had to go through a collaboration to get know-how, get technology. But we undertook to produce this car. It was called the Indica, and we produced it in India, totally off Indian content. As we got close to putting it in the market, uh, my friends in India somewhat distanced themselves from me, otherwise known as distancing yourself from failure. And when the car came out, I suddenly felt that. I didn't have a friend in the world and that all the warnings that people had given me were probably going to come true. Oh, I think there are many moments that most CEOs or chairman feel that they're alone. It's, it's almost an occupational hazard that, that you live with where you either can't confide because it's not appropriate or you stand alone against the tide of views or pushes, where you don't feel that you need to be compromised. But the car did come out, it did earn a 20% market share, and we showed that we could do something. <laughs> Throughout, I think Mr. J.R.D. Tata, who was my predecessor, played a very important role in being a mentor to me. The day he handed over to me, which is a little bit surprising, I was terrified because he was staying on in the office and, and I thought he would continue to run the group from where he was. I was truly terrified. I, I thought this was going to be a hypocritical handover. What it actually turned out to be was he gave me most of my inspiration, most of my, the support I needed in those early days. Most of the advice that I received came from him, and I don't know what would have happened in those first two or three years while he was there had he not been there. So yes, he was probably my greatest inspiration and greatest role model that, that I had, and I was very lucky to have him. My, my first few years in, as chairman was committed and dedicated to changing the culture in, in the company. I inherited a board, for example, that must have been have an average age of 85. We had a few directors who were participating. Several of them had to be helped into the boardroom because they could <laughs> no longer walk freely. Some of them came and sat down and fell asleep. Others didn't hear too well. But when it came to making changes, they all woke up and ensured that no change took place. So the first four or five years were spent in trying to figure out how to graciously ease them out of the company. I'm pleased to say that most of them followed a trend of if you made them an offer that was attractive enough, they they agreed to move. And then Five years later, one could sit down and try to create a new a new culture, a company that a group with it was more customer-oriented and attempted to be more nimble-footed than it had been in the past. It becomes the job of the CEO to inspire the people and communicate with them and, and deal with them in a manner that, that they understand. Uh, how well you do it or how poorly you do it, you find out after the event. And finally, as you go into the real world, your real learning starts now. So as you go out into this world, I would hope that you, A, would look at being ethical and holding the value systems which you want this country to have. If you think you cannot make a difference, I'd say you very well can make a difference if you so desire that you are humble as you look forward. If you you speak or sit next to a Nobel laureate, he never tells you that he won a Nobel Prize. Other people tell you. So let humility be your best defense. Think of yourself as being one of the more fortunate people in in this world and that there are millions who are less fortunate. Don't ever forget that because you always need to take a view that you have had the privilege of a good education. You need to give back to society some of the learning you have done to do something for your country and for society. Don't ever forget that because you need to look at your life as one where you can make a difference. And you shouldn't merely consider yourself successful based on the prosperity you gain for yourself, but you should go home at night feeling satisfied if you have made a difference. That difference is something each one of us can make. We'll have failures and we've had frustrations, but it's a continued commitment that we have to the world around us, to ourselves and to the people of India. So I wish you well, and I am very envious of you coming out into the India of today and tomorrow, which is going to be a great country. Uh, It's a great pleasure and a great privilege to be here this evening. A little overwhelming, if I might say so, and I'm overwhelmed. Play your role and hopefully many of you will be leaders in in the India of tomorrow. Congratulations again.